1: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 592 the website at allamericangold.com. And I hope you're having a great day. I am pumped up today. I think, fingers crossed, knock on wood, salt over the shoulder, all the all the good luck charms out there. I think we've got, uh, we're going to be back in Phoenix today. Uh, yesterday, we. Uh, it was planned. Uh, we, we knew that we were going to have uh, the issue there. Good news, Ramon is well on his way to recovery. Thank you guys for your prayers. He's out of the hospital and, and doing a lot, lot better. Uh, the... The station in Colorado, the mothership. Uh, we, we've we've been working on that transmitter and working on that transmitter here for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we made a ton of progress uh, last night, and and I think I think we're we're pretty close now. We're pretty close. We should be uh, pretty much right back at full power, and and uh, we got a few. Few more little things that we're gonna do, but uh, things have improved significantly. And then uh, I'm gonna just say this: get your dialing fingers ready because we have uh, a, a special today. You know, in, in all these, we have great prices, and all of you know that. But these ones, uh, the really special today, especially if you like. Graded gold today is going to be your day. That's all I'm going to say uh, because I want to leave a little suspense. But be ready to call, uh, and, and Jason, my my partner in crime in Colorado. Uh, good morning. How the heck are you?
2: I'm doing good, Joe. I'm doing good, and uh, I can add to that uh, transmitter. If, if you happen to have a 10,000 watt transmitter in your back shed or something, we'll uh, we, we can always use a new one, a, a fairly priced.
1: <laughs> yeah fairly right. we are on the hunt but we're making a lot of progress you know and 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 it's not the transmitter's fault i mean it was let's you know it was neglected there for 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 a for a, a long period of time and we're 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 showing it a lot of love and and uh you know these things are complicated and and just this this part of the transmitter had never given us a problem until it did, and uh, but anyway, I think we've got our arms around it. Shout out to our our staff, uh, Jim, our engineer, uh, doing a great job. Brian and everybody else, Dylan got uh, Bucky. Dylan, uh, you know, you got to give him a shout out. I mean, he was out there getting his hands dirty. Uh, doing all the stuff that we need to do. So we're pretty excited. It's going to be a great day. Uh, gold's rallying. Silver is really rallying. Silver's up almost 75 cents this morning, uh, bucking up on $24. Uh, gold's back above seventeen seventy and, and, and rising again. Uh, and, and, and again, we all know why. We all know why. Because when you look out there, uh, inflation is here. Everything's overpriced. The bubbles are everywhere. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when is all of the all of the, uh, the damn going to burst, so to speak. And, and I think what we're watching now is as, as we get closer and closer to the start of this, you know, taper, which is really laughable. I mean, here we have every report, every one says, we've got the worst inflation, best case, best case, since the early 1990s. Of course, that's where they changed, made dramatic changes to how they calculate inflation. That was really the end of them actually tracking anything remotely resembling inflation. Uh, But when you look at, like, Social Security and stuff, listen, this is the worst inflation since the 70s. And so far, the crack central bankers... Have done absolutely nothing. What have they done? Nothing. What have they done to fight it? Not a thing. What's their great plan? Well, we're going to wait it out and wait it out and wait it out, and, and we're going to use. We're going to just say it's just transitory, right up until it's not. Uh, and and now, interesting things are happening. Uh, the Chinese. We've talked a lot about them. Uh, we've talked about Evergreen. We've talked about their GDP. By the way, their third quarter GDP, the lowest print that I remember. And I've been doing this 20 years. It was below 5%. And again, Jason and I are saying, man, could you imagine, you know, because China's got all kinds of problems right now. Could their GDP, heaven forbid, go to zero or below zero? Uh, But this was below what they were expecting. Uh, Evergrande, right? Their property developer did not make their coupon payment on the dollar bonds today. So this just signifies def- they're going to default on that part. Uh, but Jason, like I su- I like I suspected they would. Their onshore bonds, they did pay.
2: Yeah, I did hear that too, Joe, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. They might actually be in default by Saturday. We'll we'll see.
1: Yeah, right. They're still in default. Let's not kid ourselves. But when we get back, that's not the big story. China's did something in the month of August that they have never done and did it in dramatic fashion. It is this China turning away from U.S. dollars. We'll tell you what it's all about next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Be ready to dial. We'll be right back. 800 Patriot Radio News, our Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker today. <laughs> it's, it is so nuts out there. Uh, now new reports, all of this news coming in very, very quickly. Uh, over 100 ships are now out at the ports uh, in California. Uh, they're so backed up. The Biden... The Biden administration just tells you how inept they really are. You know, last week they got, but we're going to run 24-7. I mean, I mean, it sounded great. Uh, but did you pay you know, people to run 24-7? Well, no. But we're going to do it. And, and Walmart and FedEx and UPS, they're going to help us. Well, that once again. Man, that sounds really good. Uh, The problem is, is there's not enough room to actually do what they want to do. Now, apparently, Jason, they're they're dropping full container ships in neighborhoods.
2: (laughs) Does that fit in neighborhood? (laughs) Just... (laughs)
1: Dude, people are calling up, I think Dude, a contain- they're blocking my driveway with a container ship. I oh, think
2: a container thing. ship is a neighborhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you're right. Uh, containers, not the actual ship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. They're
1: just dropping the containers. You know, I don't it, know what to put them It doesn't
2: help California when uh, Biden, that uh, was a couple weeks ago, said, hey, if you truck drivers show up late to your pickups, I'm gonna, we're going to have you fined. That doesn't make a truck driver want to go to California.
1: Yeah, California's got dumb laws. Let's just face it. Let's and and here is the problem: California's so big. You know, all by themselves, they're like a, they're a top ten economy. I mean, it it truly is. I mean, the state is huge, and, and they got tons of people there, and and uh, so when California says this is what we're gonna do, right? People got you know they got to do it. They can't well we can't lose you know the seventh or sixth or fifth or eighth whatever it is largest economy in the world we can't lose that customer and then we all end up paying the big price for it but big news that's been hidden but this is why you listen here treasuries you know it's very interesting as the Fed is going to start tapering We know all of the banks and money markets and hedge funds are parking, you know, over a $1.5 trillion overnight at the Fed. Uh, They're going to have to start using that. They're going to force them all to buy Treasuries. But the Treasury Department released their latest monthly statement. This was uh, for August. About who's buying and who's selling. And on the, on the, I guess on the the headline, you're like, oh, okay, you know, things aren't that bad. You know, government debt in August rose to a record, which, you know, we're not surprised. We got record amount of debt, so uh, $7.65 trillion of demand. (laughs) Think about, think about how much debt we have to sell. It just... Think about the number seven point five six trillion. You know, this is the stuff we're, we're turning over month after month after month after month. It, it, it's just it's mind blowing. But they said, hey, demand was good except for foreign central banks for the fourth straight month in a row. Uh, foreign central banks were were lightening up. The only one buying right now is Japan. But the Chinese... And this is something that I found really interesting. So China's starting to have some problems. And one of the things that, that China didn't have to do uh, while the rest of the world was battling COVID was spend a bunch of COVID money. And they actually... Their budgets kind of stayed where they were. Well, now they've got problems. Where's the money going to come from? Well, I'm not saying this yet. It's only a month. right? And, and so it's too early to tell. But China sold the largest amount of treasuries in a month. And they did it in the month of August. They dumped... 21 billion dollars now that i mean obviously think about 21 billion that's a lot 21 billion dollars in a month bringing their total treasury holdings uh to to that that right at that trillion dollar level jason they're getting ready now to go below a uh, trillion dollars in treasury holdings and people are starting to wonder uh, is this where China maybe going to get the, the, their money for the next round of stimulus? Are they going to continue to sell U.S. dollars?
2: They've been selling their treasuries for years, slowly but surely. Joe, trying to get rid of them. Uh, the last time they sold a record amount that I remember was uh, December of 2019, and then we had a market crash in coronavirus three months later. So uh, i wonder if Forget, we got three months.
1: You bring up yeah, you bring up a great. Remember, people forget about that little, you know, that little crash in 19. Remember, we were talking about, I think the Dow got to like 18, 18 or 19,000 at the time. And, and you're right. And now uh, China's doing it again. And, and, of course, right at the same time, I want to say starting today, the Treasury Department is out of money. Okay, so we know that we've had the debt ceiling. So they said, "Hey, you know what? We're going to change the date. Now we can go to the, you know, the middle of December." Well, now the Treasury needs to fill the checking account again. So over the next two weeks, they're going to issue somewhere between four and five hundred billion dollars worth of debt, Jason, uh, at a time when all of a sudden, you know, the the second biggest buyer isn't buying.
2: Right, right. You know, in December of 19, Japan started selling U.S. Treasuries. And then coronavirus came tearing through, and they just stopped doing that. So it's, it's, it's interesting how coronavirus really changed uh, a lot of this falling apart that was happening at the end of 19 and going into 20, Joe.
1: And that, You know, and you bring up a good point. This was, this was already happening. Coronavirus threw a, a, a monkey wrench. Into this. But now we're starting to say, okay, well, we're gonna you know, we're gonna end all of the super loose money policy allegedly tapering and all of a sudden, now wait a minute country, like, wait, wait, we're gonna go back to normal? Oh, well, in that case, I don't want dollars. Yeah, uh I'll buy something else. Thanks a lot. And, and really, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Right? Why would we want an instrument That yields 1.5 or 1.6% when your fake inflation number is at 5.5%. How does that work? We know, and of course, the real number, uh, what, 10, 12, 15%? Why would I buy anything that gives me 1% or 1.5%? when I, if i'm holding dollars it's devaluing by 10 to 15% think about the losses that would take think about where the 10 year note would really have to be to make it worth buying the problem is if the 10 year note was actually worth buying the, de- the debt would would just go so far into the atmosphere that it wouldn't be worth holding anyway, because at that point you'd be like, I, you're running, could you imagine, you're running $10 trillion budget deficit? so why would I want to buy, I don't care what you're paying, why would I want to buy that? And, and I think this is, this is really causing some huge problems. I'm going to give you the next one. Two things happened uh, in the last 24 hours. Russia came out over you know last night this morning and said we are not going to be able to supply any more gas to Europe not our fault you didn't order it and the supply that we were producing we're going to meet the everything you ordered you're going to get not our fault not our fault You know, it's not like you can call them up and, hey, I I want to add to that natural gas order. That's not how it works. You buy this stuff way ahead of time. And you place your order so they know how much gas to produce. And it's not, well, hey, call in a couple of guys today and, and get more. It doesn't work that way. So, natural gas prices skyrocketing back above $6 here, but now crude oil. We talked about it. I uh, think It was like last week or a week and a half ago. Remember we said, hey, somebody just made a huge bet on $200 oil. Remember that, Jason? Yep. Yep. Well, guess what? The number of traders now... Betting on $200 oil has skyrocketed. Uh, $100 oil almost now seems to be certain. uh, The largest amount of contracts traded, and by the way, just to, to give you perspective, this is just in the last five days, is $100 oil. And it's the largest contract traded by about thirteen thousand contracts. And to give you perspective, the second highest trade has, and by the way, is over a hundred dollars. Has twenty-two hundred contracts. Hundred dollar oil sixteen thousand five hundred and eight contracts. Contracts below one hundred dollars don't even add up like if you go to ninety nine fifty ninety nine dollars ninety eight fifty ninety eight dollars ninety seven fifty ninety seven dollars doesn't even add up to a thousand contracts everything starts at a hundred and goes higher from there one hundred and eighty dollars by the way i just and i just told you now the largest number of contracts, $100, $16,508. The next biggest one, 2,200 contracts at one hundred and two fifty. dollars But then when you go, what I'll call the out of the money calls. Okay? So this is, hey, I'm going to go farther out. There's 15 contracts at $155. There's three thousand one hundred and eighty four contracts at a hundred and eighty dollars, so that would make that the second most contracts again, all in the last five days. A hundred and eleven contracts now at over that have a strike price of two hundred dollar oil. So, what is the oil market telling us? Seems like they're convinced $100 is in the pack. Seems like most traders are like it's probably going over $100. And a few of them are like, hey, I'm going for the home run. Now, it's one thing to say, "Eh, give me 100 contracts at 200. That's a pretty big bet but 3,184 contracts at 180 it's almost like somebody knows something Jason the rest of us don't
2: i think they always know it joe <laughs> at some level these guys the the, the central banks it's a, it's a criminal cartel you know if they they want to move uh the the dollar and and crash it they will and uh and, and i'm telling you joe the The businesses that operate in America are going to die with this next crash. And all the American companies that operate outside the United States, those ones will probably be okay, right?
1: You're probably right about that. When we get back, the big special of the day coming up next. 800-951-0592. Gold uh, up today, Silver way up today, oil, copper, by the way, we'll get to copper in a minute, uh, get ready for even higher prices there, uh, we'll talk about Procter & Gamble in a minute, get ready for higher prices there, uh, but by the way, hey, a little bit of good news, uh, because you know, the. I, I want to be clear, they didn't walk out because of the uh, vaccine mandate. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, Okay, but today Southwest Airlines, Jason, they they dropped their plan to put unvaccinated staff on on unpaid leave started in December.
2: Yes, I heard was Delta did that a couple days ago also.
1: Yeah, just saying. But that's not what happened. But okay, anyhow, today. So I had uh, a seller long. Long, long, long-time customer. My, he was actually uh, the one of my first big customers I had when I joined up with Eric, um, and and he he is buying some land, and and so he's got, he's uh, s- is selling some of his gold, and we have uh, just a great deal. All of this is graded gold, all of it. Uh, ICG, NGC, PCGS. Uh, I, I don't know what is what. You get what you get, but that's who's graded them all. You know, we know NGC, PCGS. ICG used to be right there with them. Uh, and then the guy that owned ICG went to prison. I did, it had nothing to do with the grading service, but on on a different issue. And so, uh, But these are our coins. Again, I know these coins. Something that Eric and I handled almost 20 years ago, uh, back when, uh, you know, no offense to today, but grading used to be a lot harder, in my opinion, Jason, 20 years ago versus today.
2: Yeah, they have a thing in the grading coin industry called uh, grading inflation, or as as coins get graded and (laughs) regraded. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, the standards have gotten a little softer just so that people, you know, they can keep their customers happy because nothing slows down the grading process with the thousands and thousands, even millions of coins then, uh really upset people for getting that low grade. So the older graded coins are kind of, you know, they're, they're sought after because if it says a 62 or a 63, it might be like a 64 or 65 now.
1: Could be. So let me tell you what we've got. And I'm going to tell you right now... All of these are priced to sell. I want to start with the highest grade. We have 22 mint state, 64 Saint Gaudens. Uh, regular retail out there, I mean, it would be 2350 bucks, something like that. We've got all 22 of these. For two thousand one hundred and seventy-five dollars.
2: <laughs> that's 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 a, that's a steal, man. That's that's that might be the the best prices on a coin you've had lately, Joe.
1: It did I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, out of sight, out that, of sight.
2: That should probably be uh, that one. If you were even thinking about it, that one, should d- disappear really. You know, you quick. think
1: about a regular a regular saint right now. A uh, uh, circulated saint's twenty one hundred and twenty. Okay, to give you perspective, I'm not done though. So I got 22 of those. I've got 30 MS 63 Saints. $2,150. So I'm going to start with those two coins. I got 22 MS 64 Saints. So these are encapsulated right, this is somebody took this, put it under a microscope, uh, microscope, right, said that, hey, you know what, it has less coin marks, it has less dents, and, and it has better luster, right, this is a coin that most likely either never made it out of the reserve banks, right, sat in a bag somewhere, or if it did get into the population. The person got it, put it in a a sock or something to that effect, and never touched it, right? This didn't get put down at the saloon, right? This didn't get put down at the hardware store. This thing uh, never really saw the light of day on all of these. So I've got 22 mint state 64 saints which if you had called me yesterday and said, Joe, I want a Mid-State 64 Saint, I would have been $2,350. That's what I would have said. $2,175. I've got 30 Mid-State 63 Saints at $2,150. At 800-951-0592. And when you're talking about value, Jason, it doesn't get any better than that.
2: Right. And uh, so what Joe's offering is essentially, let's just say these mint state 64s, uh, uh, you know, you could say uh, somewhere around $100 above a raw coin from last week. Uh, the reason that people buy graded coins is it helps the uh, the buyer versus the seller or the seller versus the buyer, because somebody independently is looked at it and said this is this is a they're they're identifying it they're validating what it is, and then they're giving uh, their opinion of what they think is the condition on the coin. So it, it causes less stress between the buying and selling in the future when gold really and i'm talking you know 5 to 10 years and gold's going to take off like everything else that's going up in price and gold has 200 and 250 a day moves in one day you're going to be looking at these coins that you bought oh, okay well we we don't do a lot of numismatic there's a little slight numismatic on this we do intrinsic which is the metal value but these have a little bit of that numismatic value and joe's giving you almost it's almost all in gold and essentially what 75 bucks Hundred dollars above what we sell a raw coin for, and you're getting, not even. You know, yeah. think about it. We're, yeah. we're
1: talking about fifty-five dollars on a sixty-four.
2: Correct. Yep. So and it, on
1: a sixty-three, we're talking thirty bucks.
2: Yeah. There's no thinking here. You do have to think. Yeah. You know, it's great to get an ounce of gold. It's better to get it graded, and even best if you can get it just barely above a raw coin price joe it's it's it gives yeah, it especially serves as purpose people
1: out there that are like well i want to make sure you know how do i know right i don't want to counterfeit this is how you know
2: right we don't it's sell counterfeits we we, we see counterfeits right? we, you, we don't sell we counterfeits steal. but very uh,
1: very rarely it doesn't e- yeah rarely, a, rarely exist
2: here yeah, exactly and it's just graded coins you know you, you don't have to worry about trust or anything it's it's right there joe
1: When we get back, what's going on with Copper and what did Procter and Gamble say about prices on their earnings report? 800-951-0592. The graded special of the year. Uh, And I'm not kidding. That's That's how great the numbers are today. MS 64 Saints at $2,175. Still got 20 of those. I've got 3063 Saints at $2,150. I actually have no Saints at at our $2,120 price. So, uh, really, you're buying these. Like they were VF and XF coins. I mean, it, it's it's this is such a no-brainer, and I know I can't. You know, you, you only can buy what you can afford, and and it sucks when you when you can't afford it. But if you can, put these away. This is you know I don't normally like Jason said. Listen, we don't deal with you know the the, the rarity factor in these coins, right? We want you to, you're buying it for gold content. But when you think about pre-1933 gold, so just so people know, the scale, uh, instead of 0 to 10, they use 60 to 70. There's no 70s. There's no 69s. Uh, I don't even know if there's a 68. There may be one, right? You know, Most of the high-end coins, maybe a 67, maybe, a few of those. But that's it. So when you're talking about 63s and 64s, that's really pretty high up the scale, Jason.
2: That's correct. Uh, men say 64 and say guns is, is what, like, what, the fourth highest grade. Uh, and, and, really, there's not a lot of 67s out there anyways. So, right. So, so, I mean, so 65s and 66s exist in some sort of
1: quantity. They're out there, right. 65, 66, they're out there. But 67s really aren't out there. Those are rare, you know, and they want... Big, big hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for them. So to, to get a 64 here, uh, that that is just huge, huge value. And I, I'm not That's
2: looking right. at the coins, Joe, but but like I said, these are older graded coins. Uh, I wouldn't pop them out and regrade them because it wouldn't matter that much to me. But you may get 65s uh, out of this depending on how they're grading them now. You know what I mean?
1: True, well, true. I wouldn't do it either, but these definitely are older graded. That means something, 800 Nine five one, zero five nine two. Let's talk copper. Love copper. Now, cop- <laughs> copper. Jason is a copper nut, by the way. I, I that's yeah, that's I, don't the do I don't do it anymore. I
2: don't do it anymore. But that's when I when I joined up with Joe, I told him my copper habit. I had a little hobby. and I'll, I'll, I'll go into that after Joe uh, goes into this because it's interesting the, stuff I can give you here.
1: The price of copper right, is is been rising here throughout the pandemic. Zero Hedge is reporting that the London Metals Exchange warehouse, where the copper stocks are, have collapsed and now are down 89%. In other words, almost all the metal that is in storage now is already spoken. There's a company called uh, Trifigura, Trifigura, something like that, Trifigura Group. They are the largest, largest copper trader in the world. So no one trades copper more than these guys. They have sent requests to withdraw more than 150,000 tons of copper from the warehouse in the past two months having all but drained all the available stock the exchange has. Here's the sad part. Do you know what price target they have on copper? Right now copper's at $4,715 a ton. $15,000. Jason
2: <laughs> We're not going to have coins in circulation soon, Joe. It's going to happen.
1: 15,000. That is incredible to think about. Uh that that would be by the way, just to give you an idea, the level of stock remaining is the lowest level on record. You know how long they've been keeping these records? 1974 is when they started keeping track of how much copper was available for purchase. And they're saying that right now, this is the lowest level of copper supply since 1974 and a new price target. This is nuts. 15,000. That's nuts.
2: Joe, they, uh, they took the copper out of the penny eight years after that. 1974, eight years later, 1982, they took the copper out of the penny. Too expensive, just like which, silver and gold.
1: Just just think about well, like where copper's at right now. The 82 and older copper pennies, they're probably worth like four cents in copper.
2: If you get a $25 bank box of, let's just say they're all copper pennies, which is what I used to do. I'd, I'd actually coin roll that and pull the copper ones out. If you, if you know, and here's the thing: they had the whole coin shortage during coronavirus last year, which was nonsense. They've just made the banks paranoid about giving any coins out. Why? Because today, as Joe's reporting, that twenty-five dollar bank box—if it was—if it was twenty-five dollars of copper pennies, the ninety-five percent copper pennies—they're uh, seven, oh, just slightly shy of eighty dollars for that box, Joe. Seventy-nine eighty for that box, And just the copper. Wow. Here, I'm, I'm gonna go further. I'm going to go further than this. These zinc pennies, because the pennies are made out of zinc now. They're 97.5% zinc. A full box of zinc pennies with that metal is $24.50 worth of zinc, Joe.
1: Don't worry. there's no still inflation. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Pick up these saints. It's going to be one of the best things you've ever done. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Final segment here, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker are slabbed gold, spectacular. Uh, still have some MS sixty four Saints. Two thousand one hundred and seventy-five dollars. I keep laughing. I can't believe it. And then uh the MS sixty three Saints for just twenty-five dollars less. Two thousand one hundred and fifty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I mean I'm trying to put this copper price that they're saying because I can't believe it. I, I, I blows me away, but it, to put it into like a crude oil price, three, four, five hundred dollars. I mean, that's the equivalent of what they're talking about. Yeah, they've wiped out a hundred and fifty thousand tons of physical product. And essentially, they're saying right now, Jason, that the spot price is backed by no physical copper right now.
2: Joe, the $6,000 gold seems likely to me. Uh, the timing, who knows? But, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that hard of, of, a, of a reach. It's, it's going to happen. So what you're saying is, is copper is going to triple from where it's at? I mean, I, I don't see, uh, that doesn't shock me at all. You know that's uh, that's that's why I got into pennies. That's why I was doing that as a, as a side hobby after after work each day. Because every time I pulled a, a copper penny out, I got two cents worth of metal. And now it's a good thing I got out of that, Joe, and got it more into this. Because you can't go to the bank and get these boxes of coins without them uh, just just giving you the th- you know the third degree. They're just going gonna... oh yeah,
1: they're going to harass the you know what out of you. They want oh it's a coin shortage, don't you know? Uh, speaking of shortages, Procter and Gamble man how expensive are things going to get they said that they are basing all of their forecast on spot rates that's huge because let me tell you right now I just told you copper uh, $4.72 uh, uh, a ton spot rate $5.72 right because if you got to pay for it cash that's what it's going to cost and this is what we're seeing everywhere And they said they expect, don't expect any easing whatsoever on commodity cost forecast and saying that they are still early in the pricing cycle. And remember, what was it? 45 days ago, they raised the price on everything. Shrunk the box, raised the price, and and they were out with their earnings today saying, guess what? Yeah, they're going a lot higher than this, and they're saying that they're receiving no resistance from customers. Well, how, how can they receive resistance, right? It, it is the cost is what it is. If you need diapers, you need diapers, Jason.
2: Exactly, Joe. Exactly, and and I'm glad you brought it up because I used to own physical copper, but it's so bulky and huge. You just got to compare it to gold, gold, silver, copper, nickel. All these metals are going to go up huge in price. Now I could say, hey, go go buy boxes of nickels, Joe. A hundred dollar box of nickels, you immediately have a hundred and thirty dollars worth of metal in it, and you're getting you're getting thirty percent by buying a box of nickels. But here's the problem with gold and silver: it's 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 more liquid. You know, you have your dealer right here, Patriot Trading Group, to buy and sell it. It's just a little harder. Yet you know you have to be a little more of an expert to really do anything good in copper, physical copper, physical nickel. But what Joe's bringing to you is like, look. Here it is. Copper's going crazy. Nickel's going crazy. Zinc is going crazy. And uh, gold and silver is the best way to hold your value, Joe. You can put a million dollars in gold in a shoebox, right? The
1: half-empty cup of Joe show coming up next. Uh, uh, a billion. I could put two million. In yeah, at this in point, yeah. <laughs> down, right? You know? Yep. 800-951-0592. God bless you all. Jason and I are going to be right back.